Alright guys, welcome back to Unboxing the Future. I'm Sean. And I'm Dustin. We're here for round two of the Oculus Quest 2, and today we're talking about the Oculus Quest 2 and PC VR. Now this is where the Oculus Quest goes to a different mode. Uh, you do need a really powerful computer to run it though. This is where it shines. The Oculus Quest 2 minimal requirements are a 1060 video card and 8 gigs of RAM. However, as Dustin found out, that's not always the case. Exactly. I started with 8 gigs of RAM. Now, Dustin did upgrade his RAM by himself. Which made a big improvement, and I was pretty proud of that, because I've never done that in my life. <laughs> Messed with computers, upgraded anything, so I was pretty proud of myself. Now, what games were you able to play that you weren't able to play before afterwards? Before, when I had the 8 gigs, I was able to play Borderlands 2, as well as Fallout 4 VR and Skyrim VR. Now, that being said, in comparison to a game like Walking Dead, which is an hour and a half to two hour game, Fallout 4 VR is a 40 to 160 hour game, depending on how you play it. Not to mention mods and DLC, which can be loaded into the game. That's the difference between the standalone games and the PC VR games. Not only are the graphics better and smoother, there's actual gameplay. You can get triple I games. Um, and speaking of games, we do want to mention that this, uh, this episode is brought to you by Ridley's Gaming Realm on Facebook. Whether you're looking for that new game for your collection or wanting something from the past like a copy of Earthbound, Ridley's is the place to look for it. That's R-I-B-L-E-Y-S Gaming Realm on Facebook. So, uh, look us up and see what you, we can find for you. Great group, especially if you're looking for retro games. They are one of the best. But speaking of those games, like I was saying, you get full-length up PC VR games. And that is, what, is one of the best things to find. Uh, you get full games. Uh, Half-Life Alex is one of the best games you can find. Oh, I love that game. Now, the Half-Life series has had three games, and Half-Life Alex takes place in between one and two. And I attempted to play this game when I only had eight gigs of RAM. It would work, but there was a lot of stuttering, you know, a lot of pausing. It, it just, it, it would frustrate you, and you, you can only play it in like maybe 20, 30 minutes. Then when I finally upgraded, it ran smoothly, and that's... When I really got into the game, I was into it before, but this is when I really got into it. Could play it for long periods of time. I'm telling you, this this game will transport you to different different worlds. Uh, speaking of transporting, you one other thing we want to mention: transporting with Carly Lawson as a travel agent, booking you to any travel you want to go to or need. Uh, booking with her and off the off the page pages travel couldn't be easier. Uh, no, so, so the services are free at no cost to clients. Check her out on Facebook.com slash Off the Pages Travel if you're looking for that next destination. Now back to what we were talking about. I do apologize for that. We do have to give our sponsors some love. Oh, uh, yeah. What we were talking about, you the full-length games you will only get with the PC VR. As oh, Dustin yeah. found out, exactly. Oculus has these too, not just Steam VR. Um, Asgard's Wrath was one of the games Dustin was playing. If you want to tell them about that. And that was one of the games I couldn't play. You, you at least need 16 gigs of RAM to be able to play it. But that game, oh, I had so much fun with that game. You basically play a god in that game. 
and you get to build up this place. Different islands, you go to travel, you meet the different gods, you work with Loki. I mean, what's not to like about it? I was, I got into it. It, it was a very fun game. Now, when playing with PC VR, there's multiple ways you can do it. Um, I'm lucky enough to be blessed with a laptop that can run anything pretty much you could throw at it from video games to a slice of bologna. And I'm jealous. <laughs> um, I do have a Thunderbolt USB-C port, so I can go USB-C, USB-C. But where one of the best things about Oculus is virtual desktop. Virtual Desktop's a program with a patch through SideQuest. Actually, you don't even need that patch as it does officially have it now. That allow you to play your Steam PC VR games wirelessly. Uh, you do need a strong router and good connection to do this, but it allows you to play it uh, without having to have the five meter cord that costs eighty dollars from Oculus. And Oculus now has a service called AirLink, which allows you to do this at one hundred twenty hertz. Though it is in beta and is a little bit buggy. I've used both and do prefer virtual desktop myself. And I've only had experience with virtual desktop. But I, I've enjoyed my experience with it, and I've found that every game I've ran without using the actual link cable that I ran through virtual desktop actually runs better. I've had a lot of problems with the link cable, game stuttering, not wanting to work right. I don't know, maybe it could be my setup, whatever, but virtual desktop gives you that no cord feel, which in turn makes you feel like you're more into the game. You, you don't feel a cord hitting you, which, I mean, you would with other headsets where you have to be wired in. And I enjoy, enjoyed it very much. Now, the best part about Steam is there's also programs that allow you to convert games that aren't made for VR into VR. When using them, you can convert other Half-Life games and so forth into VR. Uh, I was able to convert Counter-Strike, Half-Life, and several other games, such as uh, Grand Theft Auto into VR, though it did make me sick driving the vehicles. <coughs> and there are a lot of games that you can convert to VR. Unfortunately, most of them, you would have to use the normal gaming controller. You can't use the, uh, you know, the controllers that come with the Oculus. Though it is quite an experience, experiencing Grand Theft Auto in full virtual reality, I will tell you that. Just car driving. I have what they call my VR legs, and I'm not really susceptible to the motion sickness, but... It's rough, man. I'm not going to lie to you. And as someone that's not tried it, I have heard many stories of people getting VR sickness with this game. But that doesn't deter me from wanting to try it. <laughs> but it is a completely different experience. Like, take Skyrim VR on the PC VR versus what it was on PlayStation VR. Not only can you play it wirelessly, so you have a much wider a wider a range of movement and field of vision, you can use mods on the game through Nexus Mod Manager and therefore, well, Vortex now is what it's called, and therefore change a lot of aspects to the game, adding more content, adding more high textures and everything, expanding the game far more than it was ever actually intended to be. Therefore changing a lot of aspects and expanding your gaming experience. That's one of the, what I feel is one of the massive pluses of being able to play PC VR and being able to do it with the Oculus headset. 
Uh, one of the things that I do is recently Humble Bundle came at us with a VR bundle that I was able to pick up. So for $15, I was able to pick up Surgeon Simulator, Job Simulator, Strikens Empire, and the Borderlands 2 VR version. Uh, Borderlands 2 is one hell of a game in VR. It's one of those out there. Um, another one I have uh, thoroughly enjoyed was Star Trek Bridge Crew. You get to take control of the Enterprise and other ships and interact with people online to control your ship. It's one of those ones that is a fun game and it's great for social interaction. And Borderlands 2 VR is a game I actually picked up. And as someone who's played Borderlands several playthroughs with all the different characters, playing it in VR is like a whole different experience. It, it, it makes it feel like a fresh new game. You're actually in the Borderlands universe. You see the stuff that's in your face. Especially that, you know, that first battle where he takes Claptrap's eyeball. You got a knuckle dragger. That's his name. You take him out. Him in your face. You have, you see him on the TV screen playing it on one of the consoles. You play it in VR. He's actually in your face, and it's a whole different experience. You actually feel like you're in this universe. Same thing with Skyrim, Fallout. As someone who played the dog eyes out of Fallout, playing Fallout VR makes it gives it a totally new feel. And you're just you're in it. You're playing the game. You feel like you're in this world. You're in Boston. You're living through the apocalypse. One of the games that really shocked me with this immersion was actually Microsoft Flight Simulator. Actually taking full control of the cockpit and everything, you are a pilot. You are in the control of this insane. It was one of the best virtual reality experiences I had, but it was also taxing on my computer. And I have a 2060 video card and 32 gigs of RAM, so if it's taxing on my computer, it's a pretty taxing game. <laughs> it sounds like it. <laughs> but Helix Vision is one of the programs I use. It does stereoscopic games of VR, and by using it, not only does it uh, convert them to VR, it also allows you to play a lot of games with the VR controllers. Uh, one of the things I like about it is for uh, playing them like Grand Theft Auto when you do it through this, it will allow you to use 90% of the game through the VR controllers instead of having to use a Steam controller or a keyboard, which is one of the complaints a lot of people have. Right. So it's a stereoscopic mod. It works better than Vorpex a lot of things, and it does get it done. I've tried it out briefly. And so far, it's working pretty well. They updated a lot. It's one of the things I like about it. Back to what I say in PC VR, let's it shine. What are some of the PC games you've played on this headset that you truly enjoyed, blew you away? The one that blew me away the most would probably be Microsoft Flight Simulator, followed by Fallout. I mean, I'm a huge Fallout fan to the point when Fallout 4 came out, the night it came out, I bought an Xbox One. That's how big of a Fallout fan I am. Uh, so when it came out in VR, I was, that's one of the first things I jumped on. Star Trek Bridge Crew, I bought it for PlayStation. I rebought it on Steam. Um, I used the old Steam trick, of course, where you Google the name plus Steam key to see how cheap you can get it for <laughs> because I am cheap. I currently have an extra Steam key I'm about to give to my friend Juan 
so he can play it. We can play together. I'm uh, sure he's looking forward to it. I'm looking forward to it. Like <laughs> I said, um, I like uh, VR helps me be social. I have a really bad anxiety and post-traumatic stress disorder, so being uh, social through it helps me out a lot. It really does. Half Life Alex. That was definitely the game that made me say, "Whoa!" It is. It's just amazing. I mean, it's, it's nothing I've ever played before. You feel like you're in it the whole time. You have free reign to do whatever. You pick up stuff, chuck it, whatever. You actually feel like you're in the game. But of course, yes, I have to show love to Fallout 4 VR. I was always a big fan of that series of games. And just actually being in that world, it just it's a whole different feeling. You actually feel like you're trying to survive, at least in my opinion. One of the things I'm looking forward to is Damio. I would like to get, I'm big into playing Dungeons & Dragons. I play with a group of, actually a lot of people on DFAT, uh, Casey and uh, Bob, who uh, runs the podcast and everything, uh, play a Star Wars group together. And I like to, if they ever get VR, get a game of Demio with them and play virtual reality Dungeons & Dragons. Try it out. Um if not, find a group online and see if I, if I have time to play, to be honest. Who knows? Maybe we'll give a review on it. <laughs> uh, maybe. Would it be bad? Give a 10-minute review on the software and see what everyone thinks. That's what we'll be doing next. Our next thing will be, our next show will actually be, uh, we'll have a guest, Bree, who will be reviewing the PlayStation 5 hardware and software with us. But let's not jump ahead of ourselves. Let's uh, stick to the topic at hand here on this, uh, the, sorry, the hardware here that we're talking about here. Now, the thing we're saying about the PC VR, like I said, you do have to have the beefy stats. The, with the recommended stats, I can run pretty much any PC VR game that's on the market currently with 32 gigs of RAM and a 2060 video card. Uh, people are having problems with the new 3060s already, and the 16 gigs of RAM is scraping. I mean, it's improved, it's improved Dustin to the point where he can play, but he's still playing on medium settings. Yeah. You, to, you want high, you want ultra, you're going to need at least 32 gigs of RAM. You're going to need at least a 6 gig video dedicated minimum. I know these sound like outrageously high specs, and, and I know there is a worldwide shortage on video cards due to Bitcoin mining. I need Bitcoin. <laughs> Bitcoin now uses more power than the country of Argentina, <laughs> but that's a different story, and that's just how it is. Unfortunately, these things are how it is, and there's nothing we can do about it. Uh, your best bet if you're looking for a rig, do not build one, buy a pre-built buy pre-built and get parts out of it or buy a pre-built and get happy with it. I personally use an Asus Pro Duo that is a pre-built laptop system that can run all this. Uh, I uses. will vouch for it. It is amazing. Your games run smoothly, quickly. Well, yours run too. You run the modified HP Omen. I mean, it's just, if you're looking for something that's future-proof, it's technology that doesn't exist. Get over it. Exactly. If you're looking for something, technology is not going to stop. Right. Um, 
my laptop is a $3,000 laptop, but it's going to be a top-of-the-line laptop for five years. It's going to be a passable laptop for at least uh, 10 to 12, as long as I take care of it. Yeah, I mean, so it's worth the money to me. Dustin's laptop cost about $600, but it's going to be a passable laptop for six years. So $100 a year, that's worth it, you know? Oh, yeah. And we'll replace the video card once there's not a shortage. It'll get him by even further. Uh, we just keep on keeping on with what we got. And that's the plan there. But you can run it. You don't need the beefiest system on Earth. You get 16 gigs of RAM. You get a uh, NVIDIA 1060 or a 1660 Ti. You're going to be able to run it just fine. Yeah, uh, I people, have no problems. People ask, what kind of computer do you need to run SideQuest? Slap them. You don't need a kind of computer <laughs> to run SideQuest. All you're doing is transferring files to the computer to run SideQuest. And to be honest with you, you can even set it up so you can install from an Android phone once you initially set up SideQuest. I mean, they're practically making it point and click. Yeah, SideQuest is, is an install service. It's a server. It's, you don't need a beefy computer to SideQuest. You need a beefy computer to PCDR. Now, there are services like Shadow PC that pretty much, uh, how can I explain Shadow PC? Um, like it's a hot spot. Well, it's a streaming service. You stream their servers through their gaming PC into your server, into your computer, and you play from their servers. The problem is, one, there's a six-month waiting list. Two, they're $80 to set up and $15 a month. Three, they filed for bankruptcy twice. <laughs> so you get what you pay for. Them. Best so best that, just getting you a good computer. Yeah, I mean, you're going up in the long run spending more money. Get yourself a beefy computer. If, Like I said, if your virtual reality is going to be an investment for you if you want to get hardcore into it. If you're just wanting something for your, your kids to play around with, don't make an investment, make it a toy. Don't worry about getting PCBR. Stick to the standalone games. No, kids will definitely be happy with yeah. the standalone games. Yeah, don't worry about all that. If you're wanting, if you're that tech nerd like we are, that you know you want to play the badass games, you want to get into the world of Fallout, you want to explore Boston first person, you want to slay a dragon that looks like Macho Man Randy Savage because I put really stupid mods in Skyrim. Don't judge me. <laughs> And you want to do it in the first person, by all means, get your computer geared up. Get the Oculus hooked up to it. Keep going. I mean, nothing's going to be better than getting everything going there. You got this. Speaking on kids, I have an eight-year-old nephew. Come likes to come over from time to time. And the first thing he asks for is a quest. And... One of the games I have on the quest is called Path of the Warrior. It kind of reminds you of a 3D Dungeons and Dragons game. Just a basic beat em up brawling game. He wants to play that game every time he comes over. So yeah, if you're just getting this for your kids, don't worry about your PC specs, none of that stuff, because they'll have fun without the PC. But if you're a serious gamer, somebody that's actually into playing games, then yeah, you're definitely going to want a PC because that's where the Oculus 2 shines, is PC VR. And I mean, there are other, there are other headsets that offer a larger field of vision with sharper graphics, like the HP Reverb 2. But you can't take those camping or on a trip. Picnic, whatever, well, you whatever want, you're in. You don't want to take the Oculus camping or a picnic because sunlight destroys the lenses. However, but 
the Oculus costs three ninety nine and the Reverb costs twelve hundred dollars. <laughs> but speaking of what I was just saying to Dustin there, do not let your kids take this outside. <laughs> Sunlight will absolutely destroy the lenses. Facebook will not cover the damage to it. Bad idea. Do not do it. <laughs> don't don't Dustin get a little too much to drink on that. I may have. Shot too many. <laughs> But yeah, so in short, as we were saying before, uh, last episode we answered the question, is the Oculus worth it? For the PC VR abilities alone, it's more than worth it. I 100% agree. It will immerse you in a world, especially if you have a good set of headphones or the FrankenQuest strap with the headphones built into it. It will immerse you in a way that you will not know before. It will immerse you in a way that I didn't know was possible. It is a next-level gaming experience. Especially if you're working 9 to 5 all week and you just want a little getaway, you know. It, it takes you to a different world. You feel like you're in a different world. And you're part of this world, playing this game, getting through it, surviving, shooting, whatever. Whatever your forte is. But it does. It, it gives you a break from the normal hustle and bustle does it's a great way to escape it's a great way to relax um, i mean it just make sure your computer can handle it make sure you've got those specs running like i said i'm going to say a minimum of 16 gigs of ram and i7 at least ninth gen processor and i'm going to say at least a 1060 or uh, 1660 ti um, graphics card uh, radeon I, I don't fucking know radeon graphics card so eat a dick sorry <laughs> But guys, I want to thank you once again for joining us here on Unboxing the Future. If you got any questions or comments, just leave us some messages below. Uh, I want to thank you here. I'm Dustin. I'm Sean. And well, guys, thank you once again for joining us. You have a great evening. Is that